now transmitting the Mint Condition Podcast. Welcome to episode number fuck I forgot the number. <laughs> 267. 267. Welcome to episode number 267 of the Men Condition Podcast right here on Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, that's where we are, and that's where you are right now. I am Scott the Bot Savage along with Sweet Wade. And Joe. And guys, guys, you guys. You like your podcast. Yeah, podcast. And speaking of podcast, I got a grievance I want to air right now. It's yeah. not Festivus. Well, too bad. I got a lot of problems right now, and you're going to hear about them. Uh, no, my only real grievance is uh, I feel like I'm like really angry right now because, and I told you guys this off air, before I got here, I was trying to come over, and Wade, I don't live that far from you. I mean, hell, Joe, I don't live that far from you either. We live relatively close to each other, like, fair like, to say. Like five, ten minute drive. Fair to say. Yeah. Okay. So, the way I normally take is, I believe, the way I, I take is actually, it would be close, it would be faster for me to get to your house, Wade, than it would be to your house, Joe. Theoretically. So, anyway. Yeah, you'd have to drive the... Uh, other direction to get to my house? Well, yeah, but it could be the and same. And you would discover America <laughs> in the process? <laughs> but theoretically, it could be the same distance in a different direction. It, it might be. That's what I'm saying. But it's just saying. <laughs> I'm sorry for Joe saying, that's what it could be. But it's not. Okay, <laughs> Magellan. Don't, don't even. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Magellan's a little too harsh. Cortez. Uh, by the he, way, I have he's a, a little bit br- brutal though. I, ha- I, 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 have a, I have a funny little side note after this about uh, Magellan. Um, no, I, I'm I re- more interested in the, the side note than this actual story. So I'm trying to get to Wade's house. I go my normal way. I'm almost there. Like, all I got to do is make go to the end of the road, make one left, make another right, and I'm there. I get all the way down, and sure enough, cops. They're blocking it all off. There's no one else there. They're just blocking the motherfucker off. Now I ask you, if you're gonna block off a piece of the road, shouldn't you have some kind of signage or some police officer a little further up just to let everybody know, hey, if you're trying to get all the way down to the end of the road, yeah, we got it blocked off. You might want to turn around. No, these motherfuckers decide... They don't have time to put up signs. I don't give a shit. It could have been a cop flipping them off. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) probably. Turn the fuck around, I'll tell you what, it's the equivalent... All I'm saying is, look, if you're going to block off for... I mean, construction workers do it. Fuck you, police officers. You do it, too. You, 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 See, you, the- you think you're better than the construction workers? Guess what? They built that police station that you're uh, working out of. On rock and roll. <laughs> the, the police officers are blocking off roads when it's unexpected. I don't care. <laughs> that's not the point. When the construction workers do it, that like that's a plan that's put in place. You, but 
you'd think they'd have a protocol. And it's also Baltimore, so they're always in construction. It's not like this. Always. Is, it's not like this is the first time. Come on, they should. They Man, should. I can't wait for Scott to find out. Like it was some kind of really like traumatic thing. Like somebody's house blew up. I hope it and, is. And, and, I want and, a good and Scott's reason. Like, oh, oh, it was only three bodies in there, huh? I want a good reason. It's not technically a massacre. It's just like when we went to go see the Misfits, Wade. Oh yeah. But uh, oh, but the side note about uh, Magellan. Magellan. So Kayla and I. The interesting uh, story. Kayla and I. Uh, <laughs> The, Last, real, the real newsworthy story. Caitlin and I, uh, recently, we went to a, um, we went to a, uh, frozen yogurt place, which, by the way, I've realized all frozen yogurt places have the just same aesthetic. Just they, they all sell frozen, frozen yogurt. yogurt. What the no, fuck? No, no, but I mean, when you go into them, like, Welcome they, to Froyo Stop. They all kind of feel the same. They all smell, like, really clean. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's kind of like. Makes you want to eat Froyo. But it's kind of like. Have you ever gone to like. Like doctor's office clean? Have you ever gone to a, like another Target or another Walmart or something that looks exactly same? Because you know they usually have their own little subtle differences. But you go into one that looks exactly like the one you normally go to, and you kind of like forget you're you're not in that one. Like you think you're gonna walk out and you're in your normal area, but you're not. That's what it's like. Because Kayla and I usually go to the sweet go to Sweet Frog on Route Forty. But we go, we go to this one. It looks exactly the same. I thought we were. I thought that's where we were. Freaked me out. Dementia. The dementia. But while we were there, they had a trivia thing, which we'd already uh, had. I noticed it. I would have gotten us. Oh. I, I would have gotten us the. I discount. thought. I thought that the story was you didn't know where you were. No. And that's the Magellan time. No. So they had a deal where they had a riddle, and if you could solve the riddle, or not the riddle, but like the trivia question. Excuse me. Sometimes it's real. Sometimes it's trivia. They had a trivia question. If you could answer the question, you got a discount. The question was, what is Captain Crunch's full name? And you know the answer. You guessed it. Frank Stallone. Yes. Well, no, actually. Uh, no, I found out. What is Ca- his name? Captain Crunch's uh, full name is Horatio Magellan Crunch. Horatio Crunch. Damn. And I tell you, this piece of information made me so happy. <laughs> Like, I've never been so, like, stupidly happy by, like, a dumb piece of information. Like, it just made me feel good. I just want to talk about it because it just made me feel so happy. And if, I can, if I can spread some positivity through the media, some positivity through the medium of podcasts, then by God, you know what the I want to do it. I'm, I'm certainly happy that, that, that you got joy out of that. I did. Because he didn't. I well, mean, it's fine. Well, that's not my problem. Ah. <laughs> Do you, uh, it's, you know the honeycomb thing has a name too? No. What? His name is. <laughs> wow, dude. God, how did you manage to mispronounce gibberish? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Wade. Wait, I, I knew you. Wait, did, there's I, no definitive way to spell that. I'm and just you saying, still got like, it wrong. It's like it's like he it's like he can't speak English and he can't speak Pig Latin either. Uh, I don't know what to tell him. Well, I mean, he'll understand it. He just can't respond. I, I am good at one language. That's, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast ever. My dad's made up language. Is your middle name Babel? You mean, <laughs> you mean the language of... <laughs> no. I might as, well, might as well let the world know about this new unknown language that no one knows. It's more relevant than Latin. What's the... What's the what, what, it's t- called... It's called... Johnny's. Tell us, Wade. Tell us about the Johnny's language. It's called Sninglish. Sninglish? Yeah. Here's how you say it. Basically, it's English, but every word has the S-N 
in front of it. Is this a real thing? So this is Snish Snushnish Snodcast. Wait, seriously, is this a real thing that your dad did, yes. or are you fucking with me? It's a real thing. Why did you never tell me about this? He did when I was a kid. He never really talked about it. Yeah, but you adult. told me a lot of stuff about when you were a kid. You told me about your braces. You told me about that one time you did the crab walk. <laughs> you told me a lot. You talk about you talk about that time you and Redman were playing Game Boys as kids. Yeah. But you never told me about And then Redman jumped off like the playground and pulled his leg and my mom had to piggyback carry him to the car. But you never or told me. Like, or it was like we had this big puddle. That's my mom played softball a lot, so there was a big puddle of mud. Uh, Not the band. Um, it was blurry. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, I don't Red, think it's gonna get much better till we drift and die. So Scott, he lost control. So Redman and I. I mean, my welcome mom to Galvania. Fucking hates me. Welcome to Galvania. <clears throat> uh, oh, so me famous. and Redman, we're like eleven or whatever, and we're we're jumping over this. I'm telling you, like. This puddle had to be, like, 13 feet. Had to be, like, that long. <clears throat> so, we're jumping over it. Sure. And we're trying to. And then and my dad was like, you better not fucking do that. You're not riding my fucking car. <laughs> you better not try jumping it. And and we're like, Redman's like, I can clear it. Because <laughs> Redman back then was very cocky. To be fair, if any between the two of you, if anyone could, it would be Redman. <laughs> he... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to undersell the, the ability the of jump. Redman. He made the jump. He almost made it. He was like, his the back of his feet was at the edge of the puddle. But the back of the feet, the back of the the back of the feet slipped oh! on the mud and he landed back first oh. into the mud. Oh Jesus. And of course that didn't end well. He had, Did he get it in your dad's fucking car? Yeah, we had to pull like, a bunch of towels <laughs> and he yelled at us a lot. I thought it was going to be like the scene in, um, um, uh, was it Vacation, where they put the dead body, and this dead body on the, on the roof. <laughs> he's well, he's no. going to put Red Man on top. Yeah, <laughs> to air out the mud. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Everything is blurry. That's good with the puddle mud. Thank you. Richie Blackmore. Stop. Oh, that was on. That wasn't on stop. air. Yeah, that stop. wasn't on air. Okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> that was an off-air joke. You sound, you sound like you're just like, yelling like random things, like as if you have like a Tourette's. Loud noises. <sighs> I don't know what we're yelling about. Yeah. So I, I was gonna save this to the end of the podcast. Just no. to fuck with you. Just to fuck with you. Give it to the people. So we, give it to the people. So at the end, got to give the people. I'll what just they do. Want. The, I'll just do the joke I was gonna do. That I'm not gonna do. But you're gonna do. <clears throat> It's. You'll, you'll, you'll I don't sense. get it. It'll be uh, like as always. Yeah, keep it clean, keep it sweet. But most importantly, above all else, you got to keep it. And before when you guys would say mint condition, I've been like, I saw a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. <laughs> Just undercut the whole. You know, I kind of wish you would have done this. Yeah. Because then we could have been like, what? But we don't have really anything to talk about. Wait, have podcast. you seen Sonic the Hedgehog? You finally saw it. Oh, you finally got off your hipster Malaysian. <laughs> Bulgarian film fetish, and you're just like, you know what? I'm gonna watch a real movie. I'm gonna watch a movie that people watch. Yeah, a so, real American movie. Song. No, no, forget it, forget it. We were gonna do a big, spectacular, like fancy episode. This was no, gonna no be more. the WrestleMania of episodes. This no, was gonna no be more. the Super Bowl of episodes. But Five you know hours what? long. Fuck that. 
This episode, the entire episode, is going to be dedicated to Wade finally seeing Sonic the Hedgehog. Joe, you're going to have to wait till next week. Dude, Wade saw Sonic the Hedgehog. I already waited. There might not be an episode. But Joe, he saw Sonic the Hedgehog. He's finally one with society. Oh my god, I saw the spittle. Yeah, it landed on, on my arm. Joe's arm. Fine, we'll talk about other things, but we have to start with Wade seeing Sonic the Hedgehog. Because if anybody tunes out, I don't want them to be like, man, Wade still hasn't seen Sonic the Hedgehog. No, if people are going to tune out, I want them to know that Wade saw Sonic it's, the Hedgehog. It's not going to be a whole episode. I don't care. Just talk like about Maybe a total five episode. Doesn't matter. Just talk. It was fine. Oh, my God. Yeah, like I'm saying. <laughs> you just, see it on the uh, table. Just talk. <laughs> just talk about it. It's all over me. I mean, it was fun. Talk about it. It was fun. Review it. Treat it like you treat your Bulgarian hipster Malaysia movie. It was fine. It was not. It's not. It's. Was it a slow burn wave? No, it was, it was a movie that. How was the cinematography? It's fine. <laughs> it's overall fine. It's nothing. But what did you feel about things? It was fun. Pick out things to feel about. I like reconnaissance. Talk about that. I like the payoff of the, reconnaissance. The, the Mr. Stone. Right? That's the stone. That's all yeah. funny. Yeah. I'm kind of confused on how his mustache got that big. Wait. Reconnaissance Wade. It's a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah. I did like Don't the, worry about I did how like big the his end, the, 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 the post credit thing with a certain character. Oh my god, you know what? Maybe he was there for a while. He ripped his own hair out and made a mustache out of it. I was very confused about the dance scene he did. Why? What was wrong with that? I this? was like, why is this here? I feel like they were like, Jim, just dance. You know what I, you know Jim, what I did? Jim, just, just take it away. I feel you know like what? it was not even in the script. Just you take know, it away. You know what I did think about, though, when I watched it? Yeah. Though, I did realize... Because, like, at first I'm like, but this, aside from, I was, I was taking the, the way he looked out. Because I know, it's again, we're doing that thing where character looks different, and then eventually he does the thing and looks the way we the know. Prof- yeah, but I Xavier. like the Apocalypse but, Now reference. But, <laughs> oh no, it was great. But, um, I realized, we don't really, uh, unless you read, like, the Sonic comic books, and even if you watch the TV show, you didn't really get a sense of, like, a character for Dr. Robotnik. Like, he could, he, in theory, characteristically-wise, he could be anything. He could have any personality. Evil is what he needs. My only problem was he wasn't fat enough. I know that sounds weird, but that was the only thing I could really like, critique. I, uh, but I also did respect that they remembered that they're his glasses, and he doesn't have black eyeballs. I do like how he was like, when his glasses broke, he's like, come out, optometrist. He knows what I like. I did like. I do, I do like when the stone. He's like, pin yourself. Pin yourself against the wall. <laughs> and, but what did you think about the the one moment where he shows a little bit of niceness and is like, you know, I like your lattes. <laughs> yeah, like the, I love that. Like, it, like it's. A I nice love the way one. you make them. <laughs> it was like it was fun. Like some of the jokes were funny as shit to me, and some were like, eh. you know what, like a chuckle. You know what? I didn't expect that. Uh, I didn't expect that feeling from you, Wade. But then I didn't expect to expect anything. So there. You haven't seen the meme? That's been a meme. Yeah. It was in the movie. Okay. Man, fuck you. There's cute, there's cute moments. I do like the, the sister-in-law. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> uh, and then and she's like, 
I'm gonna the daughter's running around and I'm running fast, gonna run fast. And she's like, Can you let me out? <laughs> now wait and, and, and spoiler, they never let her out. Now wait, yeah. I got a question for you. Sure. How do you feel about Sonic's iconic shoes being Pumas? That's fun. It's cool. It's better than what he had. Yeah. And they did it with Sonic, too, where it was like, but because he's naked all the time, they're just like, no, we're just going to give him shitty shoes, and then he's going to get the red shoes. I also don't like the pretzel lady actress. I think she just kind of, what? I don't know. She kind of feels kind of like a regular person. She's like, I feel like she's trying hard to be a regular person. I don't know. James Marsden seemed like a more real person than she did. She, they, they seemed like they weren't a couple in real life. You know what I mean? They didn't seem like they would authentically be a couple. Why? I don't know. They just didn't have like that. It felt like it was like a forced romance. I thought they had chemistry. I did too. Uh, what movie were you watching? Racist. <laughs> also, my theater, there was like... Probably, I'm kidding. There, I'm only kidding. There was like only three kidding. kids. There's like three kids, and everyone else was grown men with beards. And I'm like, well, I thought the audience was gonna be more. Like okay, this. but well, you that's because you watched it a month and a half after it came also, out. Also, also, <laughs> I was sitting next to someone. I swear to God, I was gonna fucking murder them. It was yeah. at a run the mills. You know, they have those reclining seats. Yeah. Like, oh, was he kept all back and forth? Yes. It's like. Wee, wee, you think they would make them silent? Oh my God! And then it's even funnier. Because I started quoting JP from Grandma's Boy, because someone was like, "Oh, we gotta shut up because the movie's about to start." It was just the trailers; they were doing the lights of the trailers, <laughs> and I'm like, "JP," and then and then J- Jim Carrey goes <laughs> with his body, and I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> this is JP if he grew up." And I'm gonna say, I think that Sonic. I still think that Sonic the Hedgehog did the slow down like. Thing that they That's did fun. with Quicksilver yeah. and X-Men. I think they did it better. I will agree. The first one probably was better because it was the first. Yes. So it has that I laughed board. hard on the second one. I he think it pushes them off the building <laughs> yeah. and, and, and he was like, I was not expecting that. Yeah. But I expected I expected. That's what I just quoted. You fucking moron. <laughs> I remembered it. I remembered it as I was talking That's about a it. meme now. Oh. My God. Crazy Carl. Oh, I also love Crazy Carl with, with the, the chainsaw. Oh, yeah. Put, put the chainsaw down. Yeah, Wade, I, I, I'm Wade, gonna, Wade Wickle or whatever his name was. I, I, I'm going to have to take this from you. But, um, but no, but I'll say, like, I, I, it's definitely better than the second time X-Men tried to do that slow down thing. But arguably, I think it's the best one. Um, Yeah, like, I, there's little things that's like, ah, like when he falls off the building or whatever and all the rings fall off him. Yeah. I thought that was cute. Or how or how when he's running down the thing, it was kinda like in Sonic Adventure when you gotta too when you gotta run down the building. Yeah. Uh also when he does the spin the the charge move he does. Yeah. Uh the green I saw the little, the Green Hill piano at, thing they at do. the end. Yeah. Did you notice Mega Drive? Yes. Yeah. Uh there was uh You're welcome. The yeah, Green Hills, obviously. There's like little references that, that yeah. weren't like oh it wasn't like Rogue One where like remember C3PO? Did you um did you stick around for the both? I saw extra I scenes? saw who shows up at the end. Okay. okay. And you're like, oh yeah. And you're like, for the love of God, can we get a sequel? Where is he? Uh there well, why'd you do that? It's not what he sounds like. I don't know. Uh also there's a lot of things I was gonna say. Yeah, lights. Lost it. Maybe. Oh, oh, oh! The, how the military uh, reward uh, at Pretzel uh, Donut Lord and Pretzel Lady. 
Oh, with the um, was it a or, or Olive Garden? Olive Garden, Olive Garden, 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 Garden gift card. <laughs> yeah, it's like never-ending pasta. It's it never it ends. <laughs> like I, I like that. It, uh, you know, like now, granted, I saw these after Sonic, but it made me think of the uh, uh, commandant from uh, Police Academy. Like just the way he he would he talk and just that that whimsy that mm-hmm. like stu- like I don't want to call it stupidity but like that full yeah. stupidity obliviousness obliviousness that's great I you know we need more of that in movies today we need more like older men in high ranking positions who are just who blissfully just unaware just don't know what's happening like seriously watch so a documentary basically watch Police <laughs> Academy watch Naked Gun study you know study. we need more old men. Unaware, walking up to the podium, getting a blowjob. Yes. While giving a speech. Yes. Or at the very least, they go to the podium thinking the everyone's there for them, but in actuality, Weird Al Yankovic was on the plane. And then, when he walks away, see Steve Gutenberg get out from underneath the podium. Right. Or he drives, <laughs> or he drives away and sees two things that look like boobs. He did point that out. <laughs> but yeah. So Sonic was fun. Uh, it's one of those things like, it's not bad, but it's not like a movie I'm going to be like, oh, I want to see again. And it was fun. But it was the, a fun experience that I don't regret going to, and it's down in the middle of the road for me. And the point, and the, back, fat, ma, ugh, the, 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 the fact of the matter is, I knew I could say it, you helped support a movie with people who listened to the people. And they also, they and said, also got fired. They, it doesn't matter. They got, it doesn't matter. They're going to get reimbursed. Their name's on it. They can't... They, you can't take that away. But they lost... They the, still worked on it. They, they still get what they get. They lost their jobs. But they still get... Wait, if you get fired from a movie, you still... If you're no, in, if you're still no. in it... No, the actual company that did the animation closed down. They're still going to get their money. Because they overworked themselves because of goddamn Sonic. Well, they're still going to get their money. And it wasn't their fault. It was more of a... You mean to tell me that the producers saw that and be like, that's good. They're still going to get their money one way or the other, whether it be through this movie or through hella uh, litigation. But the fact of the matter well, is... we have new animators from Make a Dish Podcast. Well, what were we supposed to do? They're right? animating our stuff right now. They're actually doing the podcast. They're doing it as an animated version of us, but our eyes are really small. But wait, what were we supposed to do? Let their hard work go to waste and not see the movie? It was either seeing Sonic or the Ben Affleck basketball movie. Apparently, that actually has been getting decent reviews. It looks like fucking awful. Oh, I don't doubt that. I'm just well, saying. Well, I can ask my mom. She saw it last I'm night. I'm just saying. It's getting decent reviews. She saw it last night. Critic she, and audience. She, she kept calling it The Last Stand. Uh, in and I'm f- like, way off. In fact. That's an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I mean, there's The Way Back. In fact. There's The Way, Way Back. The Wade Back. And then there's the, the next movie in the trilogy, um, The Back Way. Okay, so based off 115 critics... And 207 audience ratings. You've got a certified fresh 88% critic. And you have an 89% audience. So, I mean, they're all in agreement. I want the Snyder Cut of the way back. (laughs) Give me the Snyder Cut. Yeah, Snyder Cut. It's just going to be three hours of CGI. No, no, it's the same movie, but when he makes the final shot, it goes in the air, and, and like it bounces off the hoop, it's about to miss, but then he throws a batarang that knocks the ball through the hoop. I thought, I, it's one of those things, like, I kind of hope that the movie ends like so dark, like, you know, at the end of South Park, the episode, the, the junior hockey thing. <laughs> you, mean the NHL, wins. When the, you mean when the NHL players basically murder a bunch of children? Yeah, <clears throat> that's the thing, and then like the, the team loses, 
I was expecting the team to lose and Ben Affleck just to fucking murder everyone in the fucking the basketball court. I am the Batman! <laughs> and then just drinks himself to death. That's what I assume the ending. I can only... I'm, ju- I'm just curious how much money that movie made over the weekend. Look that up. Maybe I'll watch it and be like, I remember when that movie came back, came out like, way man, back when. I remember Hoosiers or Coach uh, Carter or, or Rudy. As of, as of now, according Rain to Wiki, ducks. as of now, according to Wikipedia, it has only made two point six million off of a twenty five million dollar budget. Mighty Ducks two, or the ever so classic. Mighty Ducks three. Mighty Ducks cartoon. That's a weird one. The duck is mightier. No, could you? I, ima- I, I don't want to mention Mighty Ducks three. No, wait. Hear me. Hear me out on this one. Could you imagine? You you give someone who's never seen the Mighty Ducks movies like okay, so you got Mighty Ducks. You got D2 Mighty Ducks, and you got D3 Mighty Ducks. Now, also Ninja Turtles now, are very popular. Now, no, no, no. Now. And Street Sharks. No, no, no. Hold on. We established now, an NHL team. Now, you have to watch <laughs> the dinosaurs. But you have to watch the cartoon show between two and three because that's when it came out. You're like, okay, so you watch the first movie, the kids join the team, blah, blah, blah. You watch the second one. A lot they, of the kids are gone, but we got the essential ones. They then. do the Goodwill <laughs> games, blah, blah, blah. It goes on. Then they watch the cartoon show and they're like, so wait, did all the kids just mutate into ducks and now they're superheroes? What the fuck? And now they're kids again? What the fuck and happened? My, and then my next three are like, why are they so like antsy and angsty and, and mean? human? <laughs> and mean. Why is Charlie a fucking dick? <clears throat> you know, D3 is not that bad. And then my ducks four is when Goldberg goes to jail. Ooh, too soon. Too soon. Did you know he's gonna be in the reboot of Tales from the Crypt? Was he going to be the Crypt Keeper? Yes. I knew you were going to say that. I mean, did you see him? Yes. I'm not making. F- I, I can't make fun of Goldberg. Can't do it. I can. He's he's t- he's too he's too ingrained in my childhood. Josh Burnbell, get on the steel. The steel. <laughs> get on. Yeah. The, what's a steel, Wade? <laughs> get off the scale. Okay, and he gets arrested. I, I'm just I'm just saying, like I I wish him nothing. Go, but, I, I wish him I, nothing but the best. I hope he recovers. I kind of hope that the the arresting officer grabbed him and was like. Goldberg. That would—I I will say that—that—that—that that, 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 that would be funny. And you know what? I'll bet it happens every time he gets arrested. Goldberg. But um, yeah. So uh, so Sean Wise, we here at the Mink Dish Podcast wish you nothing but the best. We hope you can turn your life around, get clean, and be the Goldberg of old. Well, we don't want you to gain all that weight, but still. We want you. We want nothing but the best because you we want the old Berg. Not yeah, yeah. We want the old Berg. We want you know. We don't want this new Berg. We want old Berg. We want we want you to be happy, healthy, and by God, we just want you alive. So, what was the other thing you wanted to talk about? It's about something for Joe. Joe, what did you <clears throat> want to talk about? Uh, well, I've I've read a bunch of comics. All right. And, and I ran into an interesting uh, predicament at the store uh, last couple weeks. Um, political? What do you mean political? Never mind. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, I'm almost intrigued. I will tell you off air. Yeah. Um, well, no, it's... Uh, there's been a lot of fervor recently, Scott. Fervor? What's yeah, that? Yeah, fervor. You know, uh, fervor. energy and... It's like a anticipation. Sur- it's like a server. There we go. Use, use regular people words. One of Wade's hipster Malaysia Bulgarian movie That's words. That's a Bulgarian word. But anyway, there's been a lot of um, talk, talk, and excitement over good excitement over a character recently. Uh, 
punchline, which what, is what's the uh, punchline? Is, is is Joker's new henchwoman or girlfriend or girlfriend <clears throat> or whatever? Fuck you. Yeah. So uh, Batman eighty nine comes out. And it's the first cameo appearance of this character, Punchline, and a first cameo of the designer. Which is the new, a new villain for Batman. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say, like, the person who designed the character. No. Um, and who I designs come, the I designer? I come to the store, and I pick up my issues, and Batman 89's there, and he's like, man, you're lucky. And I was like, why? And that's when I learned about these new characters. All the issues are flying off the shelf. People are like... First appearance. They're pre-selling comics before they're out. They're like selling the rights to them. Did Han, did Diamond get bought out by Ticketmaster? Wait, so they're basically... It's not Diamond, it's the stores. So wait, so so they're basically doing that thing kind of like when people will pre-order a game and then sell the the pre-order of the game online? Well, this is how it would be done. Um... Because Batman 89 was not the peak of this iceberg. The next week, You're the Villain Hell Arisen 3, which has their first full appearance of Punchline. Wait, what, why was the other one not the first full appearance? Because uh, she only shows up in two panels and you don't see her whole face. Is it a backstory kind of thing? Like No, it's okay. a cameo appearance. It's, she shows up in one panel, doesn't say anything, and then there's another one where you see her mouth... And she's talking on the phone. Oh, so kind of like the first appearance of Doomsday. Yes. Now, is this like, is the other book her first full appearance? Is that part of Batman 89? No. Why? Because it's You're the Villain, Hell Arisen, number three. I don't know what that means. <laughs> that is a completely separate miniseries that has to do with You're the Villain. Okay. Um, Didn't we already do a year? Well, no, that was no, the again. month. Now we don't know if this is her first full appearance or yet, yet because they call it a full body appearance. <laughs> but issues of You're the Villain, Hell Arisen, number three. They were selling like Tuesday and like Wednesday morning. People were selling basically, hey, these are coming out. Uh, buy a copy now. For $40, $45, and they were selling. So stores were effectively selling these comics before they hit shelves. Um, and for more than cover price, which oh, they're technically yeah. not supposed to do. True. But... I believe that's... I won't say it's illegal, but it's definitely uh, bad business ethics. It depends on how you look at it. I look at it as if you're going to sell... Um, if it, Variants I can understand, but if you're going to sell the basic, like, main cover book, you need to, at least for the first week, sell it at regular price, and then you can up the price. When you're upping the uh, upping the charge bar, I get it, like, it's capitalism, blah, 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 but also remember, it has the price printed on the thing. You have to sell it for what it says on the thing. Yes. Unless you have a deal, unless you have a deal where you can change your prices, that's fine. But if you don't have that deal, it's just shitty business ethics, and you should go to hell for doing that. Just telling you, that's what happened nationwide. <laughs> I just wanted to put my put my two cents in there. And then, we're not done yet. Batman 90 comes out oh, the mother. next week. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> and this one's just the full first appearance, some of the origin of the designer. 
Now, granted, this isn't selling for forty, forty-five dollars before it comes out. Well, because he's not—he's not a Joker character, right? But again, <laughs> still selling probably for like thirty, thirty bucks or so. So close to, but not as much. Not as much. But yeah, luckily, you know, at my shop, I have Batman issues in my subscription box, so I'm guaranteed those issues. So I do at have cover those, at cover price. See, that's good. Um. And I read the Year of the Villain, Hell Arisen, number three. I had to get that digitally since everybody was sold out. Oh, you couldn't? They didn't even have that for you at. I didn't. I don't subscribe. I actually was actively not getting Year of the Villain stuff. Oh, I see. So, I mean, it wasn't held for me. So. That's fine. I I went in and I was like, I got it. (laughs) Uh, It makes sense. But I tried. Best I could do. Yeah. But I did read it. Um, it really doesn't have much effect on the story. All I know is people who were getting You're the Villain, Hell Arisen, uh, and didn't have it put in their box, uh, got real fucked over. <laughs> Cause, you know, that, the, it randomly, because of a first appearance, is fucking up your reading of the series. And, because Joker and Punchline really don't have much to do in that issue. Um... It's basically like Joker gives Lex Luthor advice. So people don't even know if this is a major character or not. No, she's are, a brand new character. Are people so people are basically they're buying this mm. on the assumption that this could be another Harley Quinn, a main a major character. Kind of like remember when everyone was hoarding Joker's daughter books? Yeah, that worked out so well. Yeah, and then everyone hated her. Yeah. You know why? Because everyone spent so much money to get her fucking book, and they realized how useless she was. But I will point out, Punchline looks cooler. Um, I'm going to look this up while you're talking. She looks cooler. Yeah, she looks Uh. way cooler. um, And she seems way more badass than the appearances I have read. Um, But I have caught up. I have read all of James Tinian's Batman runs so far. It's it's all about, like, the designer, pretty much. He's the main villain so far. Still don't like it. it It looks too much like Harley Quinn. I still I like I like her costume. It, I will say it I is, like her design. It is better than Harley Quinn's but outfit. I will here's say that. The thing. I just I'm I just not, don't th- I just don't think it's a good. I just don't think it. I'm not convinced that it's much. his girlfriend like everybody wants it to be. Um. Anyway, in the Batman issue since James Tinian took over, um, we're dealing with the fallout. Uh, do. You, I mean, how how much do you care about spoilers? I'm not reading, really, especially a, Tom King's I'm spoilers. I'm trying to sell all my Batman books, so I don't care. Well, Alfred got killed. I know, I knew that. Oh yeah. <clears throat> all right, and we're dealing with the fallout of that. Uh, Catwoman and Lucius Fox are kind of filling in, helping Bruce. Um, and Bruce is coming up with new technologies, and what ends up happening is there's this big thing happening in Gotham where five of the big contract killers are in the city at the same time. Coincidentally, it's the same time that Bruce Wayne is trying to push through this redesign of Gotham. He wants to make Gotham so much of a better place that that. he doesn't need to be there. Um, So shouldn't he just go away? He's got to build it first. 
Well, no, but is it, has he <clears throat> always said that if it wasn't for Batman, no one would be out there to, like... Be, in his mind, people are just trying to test him at this point. No. I'm pretty sure I heard someone say that once, one of them, in Batman. Sure. I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just... I'm just it just sounds like a Batman thing to say. Basically, Alfred's been trying to convince Batman to hang it up. Batman's like, but there's still crime out here. And Alfred's like, why don't you fucking rebuild the city like you keep wanting to? And then Batman's like, but it, I don't think it'll help. And he's like, fuck you. Well, like, you know how much money you got? <laughs> it's like, well, hey, look at what you've been doing for 75 plus years. Yeah. Ain't fix shit. Why don't you try something new, Bruce? No, though you have aged gracefully. <laughs> But, oh, absolutely. But basically... Why am I still old? Bat don't crack. He's <laughs> Bat going, don't crack! He's going, oh my god, that's the name of this episode. That's he, the title. He's going through with that plan of trying to make Gotham a better place, so much so that hopefully he can just retire. And at the same time, he's having Lucius help him, you know... Like, they built a new Gotham police headquarters. Right. They created this new kind of jailing system to hold the worst of the worst. He's like, I, I give up on Arkham. He's like, some of these dudes just keep getting out. He's like, fuck that. I'm going to catch them. They're going to stay here. Why doesn't he just put them on the Phantom Zone? Why don't he build, like, a prison, like, like, when he climbed down Dark, Dark Knight Rises? He's friends with like Superman. Pit? He did, kind of. <laughs> He's friends with Superman. He could just put him in the Phantom Zone. I don't know, Scott. Ask James Tinian. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Don't ask, the Don't ask James Tinian. I bet you it's because of Brian Michael Bendis. Um, Don't ask Dan DiDio, though. Yeah, he's not involved. He definitely got fired. What? Yeah, Dan, Dan DiDio, DiDio got, got fired. fired. When? <clears throat> a couple weeks ago. What? Two weeks ago, yeah. yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back it up. Details, details. So the this publisher. The, 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 they, they've the been publisher. hyping up 5G. Oh, what's, what's that? Okay, so 5G. It's a new... They're, they're, it's like a weird soft reboot okay, where they're so, like everything counts again. Okay, so what ha- what's going on? <laughs> is, I thought that was what Rebirth was. Okay, nobody knows. What that, was, was. that was the New Fifty Two. Uh, so Dan DiDio and Rebirth was after New Fifty Two. It was. I know. No, he said it was New Fifty Two. It's also it's joke. It's joke. <clears throat> Dan DiDio and laughing. Jim Lee were like the publishers, but now they're co-publishers. Now I guess Jim Lee is just the publisher now. Yeah, a whole bunch of people have Apparently actually. Dan DiDio, his, his idea was the New Fifty Two. Yeah, he was a big New 52 guy. Oh. But the, the new idea was the 5G was a way to get newer, younger, but also older. So that means yeah. like, in, it's like five different timelines, right? Yeah, it, all right. Hold on. <laughs> DC Comics, they had a whole bunch of people in charge. Uh, you know Jeff Johns, who ended up Jeff leaving. Jones. He left? Yeah, he left a while ago. Fuck. He, he left shortly... Short ways into the rebirth, um, he was, he was going when that was being really. Remember when they stopped having rebirth at the top of the books? Yeah, around then, because <laughs> well, rebirth Jeff, was his idea. Jeff Johns didn't leave DC; he went to do the films. No, no, he it's, left. He left DC Comics. Yeah, and he has a contract just with Warner Brothers. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. He, okay. he to work on DC stuff. Yes, but he does not work for DC Comics. That's why I'm mad. Oh, kind of like how CM Punk. Does WWE like backstage that. through yes. uh, Fox, not through WWE? Yes, that's exactly okay. how it is. Yeah, but I like the way I said it better. Um, Dan Didio and Jim Lee were now left as the two co-publishers. Jim Lee got the creative officer title that uh, Jeff Johns left. Um, there's also a president that's been let go. Um, 
And there was another guy who was let go, but they were just corporate people. And then, of course, to start the the small rumor of Marvel's gonna buy DC. Yeah, no. What? Uh, it, it always so happens when Dan happens. Didio. They're owned by Warner Brothers. I know <laughs> they're not gonna sell. So, so the big, no, I know. So the big things Dan Didio has been rumored to be the big reason behind New Fifty Two. Brian Michael Bendis coming. He's the reason Brent Bendis came? Yeah. Fuck. He was the big recruiter for that. Wait, do people... I know we have our feelings about Bendis, but, like, are people not liking Bendis? Uh, people are not liking Bendis' DC stuff. Okay. For the most part. I've heard it, like, his Superman stuff, his but, Superman like, the Wonder stuff. Comics stuff isn't what people want. Oh, and... Uh, I like Wonder Comics And, and Naomi. What, Naomi's... <clears throat> She's getting a little bit of a backlash. Yeah. Well, you know what, really. Um, we know what Naomi backwards is. Naomi. Respectable. Uh, and the other thing is the <laughs> he he was big behind. You're the villain, and he wanted to. He push. is a big behind. And then he was pushing for this five G, which five G is supposed to be five generations. Yeah. And basically, they're not the, not the not the internet thing. Yeah, they're yeah no. It's supposed to be like. They're almost like unlocking the rest of continuity. And they're also allowing heroes to age in real time. So, like, Batman will be, like, 80 well, like, like, or something. <clears throat> like, Bruce Wayne. And then it's going to be Dick Grayson is going to be Batman. No, I heard, or I heard, Tim I Drake. Heard, or I heard something. Lucius Fox. I don't know. No, no. Uh, not Lucius Fox. Lucius Fox's son. Whatever. Yeah, Rufus I, Fox. I heard that he was going to be Batman. Yeah, and and Jonathan Kent was going to be Yeah, John, Jonathan Kent was supposed to be brought back. Not opposed um, to that, but it's I, like they have the they have each era is its own generation. Um, like four G was going to be present, five G is like Legion of Superheroes, uh, like thirtieth century Booster Gold. Of course, era. Bendis was fucking fucking Legion of Superheroes. It's basically, twenty ninety nine. Yeah. Although Booster Gold, I'm fine with. But like. Probably the most underrated DC now, superhero. Now that's really up in the air. Nobody really knows what's going to... Nobody really knew what was going on before. But now with Didio gone... They really don't know. But also, Didio had some bad things, too. Aside from New 52. He also was the kind of person that said... He oh, didn't like we, Nightwing. <clears throat> we, make, uh, we make comics for um, uh, middle-aged men. Yeah. He was like basically saying, if you're not a middle-aged man, you're not going to like our comics. And yeah, it's he, just like... He's also the reason why the Batwoman wedding didn't happen. She was supposed to get married. Now, he claimed the reason was is our, our character, our superheroes aren't, can't get married. He, he's and, I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, but Superman got married. What's really you, didn't, you didn't make Superman and Lois Lane get a divorce. I think you might have a problem with a lesbian wedding, sir. What I think is really funny is... Um, yeah, he was, he was big, well known for not liking Nightwing. Um, but Is that why we got uh, Rick Rick Grayson? That's why you had uh, the secret agent Grayson yeah. first, and then you got Rick Grayson later. But he also butts heads with Scott Snyder a lot. Ooh. That's been a big rumor too. Him and Scott Snyder do not get along. That's why Snyder's been kind of like and like so <clears throat> like Didio who's writing some of your bad shit. Yeah, Didio was like Death Metal's going to lead right into five G, and Scott Snyder's like, don't put me into that shit. Um, Death Metal is not a part of that. He was one of the saving graces of the new 52. Yeah. For God's sake. So, Swamp Thing that's and what's Batman. Going on. 
Yeah. Everything he touched. Uh, then he he did uh, that Superman mini, Unchained. Yeah, and that was good. Yeah. He also like, did a lot of great Vertigo stuff. And that's the funny thing. I heard, I, I read that he has said, he, as much as as much as he's done for Batman, he wanted to do Superman more than he wanted to do Batman. And he did Justice, he did Justice League recently. He did that that run not as great as the other ones, <laughs> but you know. But it's you hard. Get, you get anyway. Back to the James Tidian's Batman. Oh, Jim. We got... Um, oh, Jim the fourth. We got Jimmy this Colbert. whole... All, all these contract killers in Gotham. Batman's trying to figure it out. And it's like, the villains somehow keep one step ahead of him. Like, even when he captures, like, Deathstroke. Uh, and they put him in this lockdown prison. They get broken out. You know, things like that keep happening. Yeah, it's called Arkham. Well, no, this is his, you can't get out of prison. That's, that's what this was supposed to be. But what it turns out is there's this character called the designer who's putting all these plans into effect. And the Penguin, Riddler, Joker, and Catwoman are all, like, picking up, like, oh, shit, like, that means he's actually real and coming back. And what we get in Batman 90 um, is the is Catwoman tells Batman what happened. And, and apparently, before they got together, and it was just, like, Riddler, Catwoman, Penguin, and Joker is, like, the main villains for Batman. They were approached by the designer, who's this master criminal. And he was there to help elevate their game. And they come up with these really elaborate plans. He's like, you guys are only thinking one or two steps of complexity. He's like, we're going to work this up to like 15. And you're going to take out the Batman. And you're going to take over Gotham. So basically, it's like it's like when someone goes to like, you know, like you dance a little bit. Then you take dance classes. And now you're on a whole nother level. Yeah. He's basically the dance instructor of evil. So like Catwoman talks about her meeting with him. And it was basically, her plan was not just to steal, like, the the crown jewel ruby from the museum. Steal the fucking crown! It's a steal the museum! It's now, I'm going to dismantle the Wayne, you know, name, take all their money, take the manor, take it all. That elevated quickly. Yeah. (laughs) Penguin had a similar thing, where he had the contract killers, which is why he's involved with that whole fiasco. It's called Penguin Con. Um... Which ends up leaving Penguin with a slit throat and Batman taking him to the hospital. He's like, where? <laughs> he did say where. Where? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Riddler, who's now been abducted by the designer, uh, he raped. He what? No, no, he was. Oh my god! Don't fuck with me. He set like up that. this weird uh, espionage network. Like he can look at every camera, listen to every recording, like. Like in Processing. Batman Forever. Sort of, yeah. Oh, shit, with the TV. <laughs> Kinda. Only not as goofy. He's Come really on. weird looking. Come on. Well, he was really weird looking in uh, Forever. Yeah, you, you should see, read Batman Night. You should read one of the Batman issues that he's recently in. <laughs> he does not look the same. <laughs> I heard he looks like, like, like a goblin. Kinda. Uh, apparently he took like military-grade amphetamines or something. And it's fucked them all. And he looks like Goldberg now. 
uh, well, you take a look at Batman issue and, and you let me know. Um, but yeah, so Batman's realized, like, okay, you guys all fucking set me up, and now we're dealing with this. But what happens in the origin is that the designer talks to Joker last. And Joker's meeting takes substantially longer than everybody else's. And at the end of the meeting, designer comes out and he's like, kill them all. Oh <laughs> well, he's God, like, that he, what he looks like? Yeah. Oh my Lord. His spine like sticks out like a couple inches from his back too. Why? I don't know. Why does the penguin look like that? Crack. That was a weird... Like, the art keeps changing for some reason. Like, they keep getting different art. They're all really good artists, but they keep changing them. I don't know what the reason is. Maybe it's a bi-weekly book, and that's why. But, um... So, yeah. The issue 90, Catwoman tells Batman, like, Hey, we met with this guy called The Designer. Um, he turned on us after he talked to the Joker because the Joker's fucking crazy and tried to kill us all and then the Joker shot him. And the Joker looks super evil after that. And apparently he's not dead. <laughs> and he cut his face off. No. No. And he broke his foot because he danced in a, in a alleyway to a pedophile song. But we did get um, like a, a glimpse of Punchline. And she's going to be showing up again in near future Batman issues. So hold on to your horses for more people not getting a hold of Batman. Um, At least not for cover price. Yeah, not for cover price. Because uh, she's going to get her first cover appearance in a couple issues. I am going to laugh so hard if this character gets killed off before she ever gets to do anything. Well, Tidian, I mean, he, he's been hyping up the character for... Well, that's the big... That's one of the big sticking points, too, is that a lot of these shops are like, you know, he's been talking about this character for, like, half a year. Like, he's been, like, hyping up this character. You should have known and should have put it on your calendar that this shit was happening. Bitch. Now, before we go any further, because you were saying that, like, a lot of people were, like, even, like, the, the regular version, they're upcharging the book. Yeah. Are There's they a second printing coming. Are they just gonna, like... Okay, so let's say they they charge forty bucks for like a three a four dollar book. Mm -hmm. Are they only giving DC the four dollar portion and keeping all the extra money? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fucked not, up. That's, not that's fucked up. No, that's not how it works. If you're if you're if you're if they're telling you you're basically stealing money. No, 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 no. no, no I'm saying that's how it works. You just give them. Like, for instance, if like let's say you have invincible, was it uh, what's it called, Invincible Hulk? Indestructible Hulk, whatever the new one is. Immortal Hulk. Immortal Hulk. Like, Immortal Hulk number one, now it's $40. That's fine. They, if they sell it, then like, uh, it's you. So I guess but if you're selling it I, as a... But that's the thing. If you're selling it from a store, I, I know, it you be, have to it sell should, it cover it, price. It should be $4, but whatever they send to DC should be the $4. That's like when... I'm just saying, that's like yeah. when I worked at Toys R Us, and Amiibos were really popular, and they were, go and like, you, they were like going up like... Four times the price. We can't upcharge them. We still have to sell them for what they're supposed to be because you are a you are a a a a, a licensed distributor of the books through whatever. That's not supply. how comics work. Well, comics are evil. There's a lot of things wrong with the comics yes. industry. God, it's no wonder they're going down the drain. But um, 
Sorry, I love outside them, of of that and, and and the whole fun of the punchline designer characters, and it's nice to have characters with some hype. It's it's probably the most excited anybody's been about comics in a long ass time. Well, yeah, because it came be straight from the person who, like, the writer's mouth and not the the producer's mouth. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Um, it's almost like people don't believe it when the company says it because, it's like, you're a company. You're going to say anything you want to, to get us to buy it. But if the writer said it, you could definitely tell, like, hey, they're having some fun. And if they're having fun, I'll have fun. But I've also read Strange Adventures number one, which is the new Tom King, Mitch Jared's maxi series. All right. One thing I'm going to say is either pick it up and trade or buy all the issues and read them at a later date. <laughs> Why? It's slow burn. Oh, a perfect thing, right? <laughs> You do love a slow burn. It, Not it, in comic form. Basically, um... Because comics, you gotta wait to weeks me, for each issue. And now you know why I... The story, on death, the first issue is real slow. Um, and it's laying groundwork. I get it, but it's not... There's no adventure. To me, <laughs> to me, there's not, like... When Mr. Miracle was coming out, like, I don't know how I'd feel if I read those issue to issue, since I read them in a trade later, but I I felt like there was more in those issues that I could get out of each individual one. Like, there's some even, like, there's some great moments when you get a couple issues in. Yeah. So far, Strange Adventures... Um, it's basically about Adam Strange. He's back on Earth. He has a wife. And he had just fought through this war on Ran. A war on Iran? On Ran. Oh. Now I'm not interested. Um, that's, the, that's the Apple version. And basically, version. what we know is he's come back. He's now a war hero. But some people think of him as a war criminal. Because of... Something that happened, we don't know what yet. He wrote a book that he's selling called Strange Adventures. I see what they did there. Yeah. Uh, and then he's dealing with people thinking he's a war criminal. He's also dealing with what we are figuring is probably the death of his daughter. Because she ain't around in the present part of the story. And she's in the flashbacks. So, the end of the issue is, he's like, I didn't fucking do what people were saying I did. And this one guy who, like, accosts him at a signing, and, like, yells at him, and people recorded it and put it on the internet, that guy shows up dead later with a laser gun wound. And he's like, I didn't fucking do that either. And he goes to Batman. He's like, Batman, you investigate it. You prove me innocent. And he's like, I can't. We got history. You're my friend. Um, it, it's a conflict of interest. I World's can't. greatest detective, my ass. He's like, I can't, I can't do that. Although, shout out to Adam Strange for remembering that Batman's a detective. Yeah. And he's or like, knows other people and he goes, that. fine, whatever. Welcome to the question. He's like, <clears throat> find me somebody as smart and as fair as you. Does he go to the question? We don't know. Fuck! We don't know because the person just shows up at the end giving a handshake to Adam. And he introduces himself by his first name. What's his first name? I don't remember. Jesus! Scott, I read like ten comics over the <clears throat> last couple days. 
uh, I read a book called Canopus by Scout Comics. Um, it's done by a single cartoonist. I think it's really great. Um, I think people need to go pick that book up. What's it called? Canopus. Canopus, Wisconsin? No. Oh, I just pull it? Can. Opus. Okay, so it's C A N. Could be a K. Um, it's about this woman who wakes up uh, on Moon or, or, or the Mars. Um, doesn't know how she got there. And is basically stuck there trying to get home while also dealing with the fact that she doesn't remember very much about herself or her past, but she's getting flashbacks as she's trying to fix the machines and stuff. Um, and so she's it, it's, it's a really awesome space story dealing with also, like, trauma. The art's cool. Yeah, the art's mm. great. Like I said, it's all done. It's Reminds a, me of, um, all right, a little bit. It's a single cartoonist. He does the, the story, the art, the letters, the colors. And, and I've been trying to pick up more and more of those books. In fact, I'm, I might have to do a pivot on Amethyst because I think that's a single cartoonist working on that book. And, you know, speaking of Amethyst, we have a short called Amethyst, which you can watch <laughs> on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Productions, starring myself and Wade's cousin Jude, his wife Molly, and, uh, yeah. Gary. And Gary. <laughs> Gary has been on this show. <laughs> forgot Gary. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right? sorry. If it was on the Minkadish podcast, yeah. I, I, I ran out of breath to say Gary. So, yeah. Um, but I, I highly good. recommend Canopus. Um, it does kind of have an all red or yeah. a stance to co uh, style. Yeah, I mean, I'll just got like, like, that reminds you of a little bit of all red, a little bit, right? Yeah, and that's, <clears throat> that's, that's the first page. You know what it is? It's all red art, but with uh, better shading. Is it, is it Dave Chisholm? Yeah. Hell, with that's shading, doing it? period. Yeah. Huh? Is it Dave Chisholm, the yeah. cartoonist? Yeah. 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 Definitely. That's the name on it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go check that out. Um, there's a new series called Mercy. I have yet to oh, read. Oh, yeah, it's uh, by Mike Alfonso, his name is? Uh, that is wrong. He did the uh, natural, right? I don't know, <clears throat> but I know that's not the right name. But it's a single cartoonist as well, so I can't wait to read that. I'm oh, sorry, Mirka Andalfo. Okay. I said Alfonso, sorry. You also said a different first name. You yeah. said Mike. He did. He did, um, or she did, uh, Unnatural, that Unnatural DC book does like 12 issues. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> don't know or, anything about that. I'm sorry you mentioned that, DC. I don't know anything about that. Um, and I'm trying, to, I read the, the Plunge, which is a Joe Hill comic. You took the Plunge. I did on that book. All the other ones didn't really appeal to me, uh, which is like Basketful Heads, Dollhouse. Yeah, I, I didn't like Basketful Heads. The first all that issue. stuff. I was like, eh. but the plunge, the plunge is interesting, and it was sold to me because it has very much John Carpenter's Thing vibes. Ooh, okay, <clears throat> um, you got me. And so far, that story is basically a salvage mission up uh, in Alaska near Russia. Uh, actually, you're going into Russian waters. Uh, you're following the salvage crew that's with this representative from a huge business. 
and that they're uh, one of their research boats went down 40 years ago and it's uh, it's SOS beacon keeps going off every so often and they, they want to go and reclaim whatever it is that's there obviously there's going to be something else there besides what they expect but we also have a couple scientists tagging along and uh, basically they get to the uh, salvage site they they go on land just for a night and uh, the the very end is the the female scientist goes off to use the restroom and she finds a body <clears throat> Oh no! And there you go. Stuart Eminen's doing the art, which is nice to see. I usually see him writing nowadays. Nice to see him back doing art. Um, he did stuff like uh, not the greatest story in the world, but Fear Itself. He did the art for that. Oh god, Fear Itself! I forgot about Fear Itself. Yeah, so does everybody. <clears throat> I had a good art. I remember the art. Yeah, and Stuart Eminen's the artist. At the end, gets like Asgardian weapons. Uh yeah. Yeah, they fight like those Asgard. Yeah, it's uh, like a Thor's hammer, like, and yeah. then there's all these other weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Um, but I did read that; that was good. And I'm trying to think. I had I, I had to read something else, but I can't remember it. <clears throat> I read some books. You did? I've been catching up on the mountain of fucking books I have. Yeah, that's basically what I've been... I caught up These are books I bought in the last, like, month. Something is Killing the Children. I've read all the issues, so it's five issues right What now. killed the children? Uh, Something. Oh, it's fucking monsters, and they're fucking brutal. <clears throat> that's you, a James Tinian book. You get a, yeah, James, James Tinian, you get a cool... Oh, call him Jim! You got, you got cool character, Jimmy like, uh, Emily... The main character, the girl, the blonde-haired girl... Her name is Emily Slaughter, mm-hmm. and she just slaughters fucking monsters that only children or those that believe in monsters see. Okay. So adults don't see it. There's a All great right. issue, like an issue two, where like the this this the girl's like freaked out that a giant monster in front and behind her dad, but her dad doesn't see anything. Right. Also, did he get brutalized? Uh, I, he didn't. It was, one of, it was one of those things like just establishing that he didn't see it. Uh, also, Gideon Falls is just. Fucking weird. I love it. I, I I was behind on the past two arcs and I read the two arcs and I was like, holy fuck! You don't lots you, of you weird just shit. Don't fuck with Jeff Lemire right <clears throat> now. Jeff Lemire is great. Also, I read Boom Studios King of Nowhere, which came out this week. Taking a risk. I home. wanted. I, I was somewhat interested in this. Uh, there's a couple other books like I have Finger Guns that I had. I heard had, Finger Guns good. I had <clears throat> to fucking order that online. Basically, this guy wakes up in nowhere. Yeah. Uh, and he goes to this bar, and there's, there's the bartender. You'll like this guy. His, head, his face is upside down. <clears throat> and he's like, you know you're... Uh, the guy thinks he's dreaming. He's like, you know your face is upside down. And he's like, yeah, but what if mine's normal and yours is upside down? He's like <laughs> fucking Tom Tucker's son on Family Guy. Yeah, like there's, there's a gil- There's a guy with, like, it's a fish man, but he's like, I'm gonna get my ass kicked by this guy with eight arms. And he's like, no, you're not. I'm just you're making this up. And then he gets beat up by a guy with eight arms. <clears throat> um... But yeah, I like the art. It's like kind of like a little like uh, not as clean. It's very. It it reminds me of Jeff Lemire. Yeah, and he basically he's like, I'm just gonna. It's got watercolor <clears throat> too, which yeah. is really interesting. And he's like, 
But there's things in his past that are starting like this girl from middle school. It's like she looks like the girl from middle school. And it's like you don't know what not you don't know exactly what's going on, but it's like I'm gonna be going into this town. It basically becomes like part of the town. Like how Twin Peaks, how <clears throat> Agent Cooper becomes part yeah. of the town. Yeah. Kinda like that. That's All why right. I'm like, I'm interested in this. Yeah, I I actually thought that was really interesting. I I was on the edge of buying it. Um I think I picked You're up the a edge few- of nowhere. I, I've picked up a few other <clears throat> indie books recently just to give them a shot. I just remembered the the other main big issue that I read. Strange Academy number one. How was that? It's Scotty uh, Young, right? Scotty Young's writing it. That's uh, fun. Umberto Rombos. I like is, Ramos. Is, is doing the art. so long, yeah. Umberto. Um, I think he would even like this book. What is it? Strange Academy. Fuck it. Let me borrow it. Um, basically, it's issue uh, number one. It's Scotty Young as the writer mm, and Ramos as the, uh, why? Nope. I don't support Scotty Young. Why? He's a dick. Is he? Yeah. He's been real shitty to my friend, my friend Abby and people that she knows and I don't deal with them. Okay. Then no, that's not me being silly or funny. Fuck him. Okay. He's an asshole. Okay. Then don't let him borrow it. For okay. someone who does one of the my my favorite things, which is no longer one of my favorite things, those little like baby versions mm-hmm. of Heroes, oh, he, yeah. he, he did like X Babies and stuff. Oh, yeah. Won't touch his work. And then they did an AVX version. Yeah, I, I won't touch his work. Okay. Well, Joe, you'll touch his work. So. He's a big piece of shit. I I read the the first issue of Strange Academy, and it's basically. Isn't like the X Men school, but with. The, the Doctor Strange. No, it's stuff. Strange. No, it's it's more like Harry Potter. That's what I meant. Like, remember, like X Men had a school. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I do know X Men has a school. That's well, what I meant. They have like, several yeah. schools. Wait, 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 like did, wait. What? Do they have to get on train? I don't know. Seven and two fifths. No, they go through like this weird portal that takes them into blackness, and then they show up in New Orleans. African Americanness, please. But um, basically, it's all these young kids who have magic powers, and they get recruited to go to this school to harness their magic abilities. It's starting to sound like X-Men, but with magic. A little, but it's it's got a different feel to it. In other words, the guy who runs this school is on crutches, not in a wheelchair. <laughs> well, it's, te- he's a, it's, it's he's actually the Iron Lung. It's Doctor Strange, hint, hint. Who technically can't use his hands. Well, what's funny? It's true. So <laughs> you get all these kids, and basically, like you have two Asgardians that are twins. Um, Asgard twinians. Yeah. Uh, Twin guardians. They have a frost giant girl. Um, so it's also Thorish. Huh? It's also like a Thor also kind of thing. Well, Asgardians have magic. They don't know Thor. They established that in this issue. They're like, Asgard's a really fucking big place. So no, Who's I Thrawn? don't know Thor. I've never heard of Thrawn before. But um, it's uh, one of the great additions and it's technically a first appearance oh shit oh shit 45 dollars kid, kid a, Dor- a frost giant kid kid dormammu guys you gotta pick this one up it's gonna go for like 50 dollars first appearance of kid dormammu and, and kid Dor- kid dormammu shows up and they're like yeah cool we'll just bring like the super evil 
guy's kid to the school, that's not a bad bad idea at all. <laughs> like, even Loki's like, y'all said I was too evil for this place. <laughs> but... Now, he is he up, actually called Kid Dormammu, or is this just what we're calling him for right now? I don't remember his name, if he has one, but he, he goes by Kid Dormammu. Okay, okay, that's fair. But uh, he gets roomed with one of the Asgardians, and they're like, I want a different roommate. He's like, yeah, me too. It's just great have how how they play off each other. Like they just they both hate being in the same room so as one another. It almost is starting to sound like a magical summer camp. Yeah, this actually sounds kind of fun. See I won't buy it, but I, I I would read it. But uh, you so you can borrow it. So basically, as as he it. Zelma is the one that recruits a bunch of people, but Jinkies. Uh, That's Velma. It's Zinkies, Zinkies. But one of the, uh, the the people in charge is Brother Voodoo. Was he still? Is he no longer with the Savage Avengers? Uh, oh wait, I, I forgot. Know. This is comics. He can do both. I don't at know at the same time. But What's he he's he's one of the people in charge. You have um, Hellstrom is one of the teachers. Scarlet Witch is one of the teachers. God, where has he been? He's fucking last, showing up in this. I was just saying, last time I saw him, it was in that uh, that uh, story with Venom, remember? When they all got the... the that was a long time ago. Um, I think it was like Circle of... Circle of Fire. Something. Circle um, of something. Circle of Death. Circle the, of a bunch of I think one of, issues. I think the mindful one is like the chef. <laughs> it's, it's really He's bizarre. mindful of everyone's diets. But yeah, and, and it's all a bunch of people. Like, there's a fairy... Girl named Desi, which is short for despair, I think. Oh Jesus! Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah, I. I'm trying it's to remember. Got school. It's got summer camp. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what she's from. Uh, can you look that up for me, real quick? Wow. Uh, Desi Strange Academy. I, I can't. I can't put. She reminds me of like Trigun. <laughs> That's a that's a DC character. I know, and I'm I can't remember the Marvel equivalent. I don't think she's anyone. Uh, well, she definitely is because I read that book this morning. Um, but yeah, she goes. Her name's she goes by Desi D E S S Y. No, I mean like, I don't think she's been in anything before. That's fine, but can you find anything else? About I just her? typed in Desi Marvel and just tells me about Strange Academy. Meet right. the new Strange Academy yeah. character. Can we meet? Can we meet her? I don't know. I don't <laughs> she's not know, Joe. She's not real, Joe. She might be new to this book. Um, there's a guy. They call him Toth, and he's from like the underworld or some crazy shit. Um, Doyle Dor- Dormammu. Doyle, Doyle Dormammu. So I guess we get his name yeah. in the next Strange issue. Strange Academy first appearance of Desi. Okay. Yeah. And Doyle Dormammu. <laughs> Doyle rules. Yeah, he. They're. It's. It's really fun. Um, and at the very end of their orientation, they're like, um, like, y'all teachers are like cool and all, but like we don't have the Sorcerer Supreme teaching us. Like, oh, the Ancient One's one of the teachers as well. <laughs> and they're like, we don't have the Sorcerer Supreme, and they're like. Well, um, it looks like he might, and then he apparates with this giant monster. Might be fighting a giant monster right now. 
Uh, I'm, I'm all mad. I just did like <laughs> kick over the door, like motherfucker. No, no, he's in the middle of fighting this giant like plant weird monster thing. He's like, "Hey, kids, you want to help out on your first day?" <laughs> yeah. And basically, they help. They use their magic. They fight off this thing. And once he's done, he's like, "Uh, so welcome to Strange Academy." <laughs> uh. We're going to learn some magic and, uh, you know, have some fun. That's and a pitch. Try not to die. <laughs> that's how it ends. Nice. He tells him to try not to die. Oh, I, uh, I don't have anything to say about it, but I did want read, like, the first Invisible Kingdom issue. Oh, yeah? I like the art of it. It seems like a really cool, like, premise. Yeah, it's the Invisible Kingdom. It's literally just white, white uh, panels. I was going to read Spider-Man, I mean, catch up on Amazing Spider-Man, but apparently him and J. Jonah Jameson are on a podcast. Nice. Like, J. Jonah starts a podcast and wants to interview Spider-Man. But he knows he's Peter Parker, he's trying to prove that Spider-Man's not a menace. But his, his like, the podcast higher-ups are like, you need to make him a menace! Conspiracy theory! You need to be, what, what's his face? Gay frogs. What's his face? Outro. <clears throat> yeah. But I did, before we close out, I did play the demo of Final Fantasy VII. The remake. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Super cool. Have you ever played the Final Fantasy VII, the original game? The demo is only the bombing mission. Where you fight the big scorpion robot monster thing. <clears throat> and, uh... Sure do. Yeah. They... Have you ever played Seven? Not very long. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so you're not invested in this. Okay. No. Um, it was cool. They really revamped. I understand why they're make, they're shortening the story and making it episodic. <clears throat> because the amount of detail they put on that fucking first mission, that's like, what, the first hour of the game, maybe? First half hour of the game, maybe? When they <clears throat> blow up Genova? No, they blow up the first reactor. Yeah. I mean, That's it, what I mean. Before he meets Aerith and Tifa. Yeah. So it's just him and Barrett. <clears throat> yeah, him and Barrett and this other group. And they're yeah. like, oh, that fuck, we mind. actually blew the shit out of this. Yeah. So it's the whole mission. And they made it so, like, so designed. Like, it's, like, a whole, like, rehaul of everything. But the structure of the actual map still feels the same. Like when you go down the, the stairs to the reactor, mm-hmm. the ladder, it still feels like that's how the design is. But they made it more epic. Like, mm-hmm. the fucking boss battle, it's like, what, like a five-minute boss battle? It became a 20-minute boss battle is on it, this remake. Is it action RPG, or <clears throat> is it turn-based? Both. <clears throat> it's a little both. It's action-based, but it has the ATB system, <clears throat> where, the like, the active time, whatever it's called. Right. <clears throat> so you, you can hack and slash, right, and that builds up your ATB. The ATB lets you, you can press X, and it kind of pauses the game a little bit to where it's like super slow, like how Vats is for Fallout 3 or whatever, uh-huh. how it slows down everything. Yeah. <clears throat> you can choose abilities, spells, and uh, items and stuff like that. But items you can do without the ATB. Okay. <clears throat> but you can choose that. That's how they do it. You also have materia and stuff like that. Uh, and you can switch between characters. You know, if you need, if there's a long range thing you have to shoot, you can be Barrett. You can switch to Barrett and he starts shooting things. <clears throat> So it's kind of a little both, a little action, a little turn-based a little bit. <clears throat> Pretty good combat, I think. Yeah. That's, it, it was, it, I thought it was, 
for a demo that was a month before its actual release, that was pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> Worth playing if you like Final Fantasy VII. I'm okay with Final Fantasy VII. I don't think I'm not the person that says it's the best one. So mm-hmm. the so the remake, <clears throat> huh? So the remake. It's yeah. Fi- it's finally comes out April. Jesus Christ. About fucking time. Yeah, like... Don't worry. It'll come out and everyone will hate it. I'm surprised they're doing seven. I'm surprised they didn't say, oh, we're going to remake six. Um, Why are you surprised at seven? Because seven is like... It it has decent... Not not the best graphics, but like... Six is like from Super Nintendo. Yeah, seven sold like 40 million copies. Also, also... (laughs) um, Also, um, in Japan particularly, seven is ranked a lot harder universally than six. Also... And it's a Japanese game. They did do Advent Children. So that means they, they've done like that remaster. So maybe they're probably taking and ideas they also, from that. And they also <clears throat> did Dirge of Cerberus. They did. Oh, yeah. Do we have to talk about Dirge of Cerberus? I just did. We don't have to. It's our show. And Crisis Core. I don't know <clears throat> what that is. That's uh, is that the anime that they worry, put out? Don't just sh- no, don't, it's, don't worry about it. Don't it's worry a prequel ahead. to Final Fantasy VII. Oh, well, that deals with Zack. I will say, I will say, uh, uh, a modern remake of Final Fantasy VI would be welcomed. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Look, I'm not saying it wouldn't be. Fuck it. I'm just saying Why? they're gonna pick seven as their cash cow first. Honestly, remake four. Honestly, Fuck honestly, it. if they did like full like modern HD remakes of the other games, like full 3D, like all the 2D ones. Not that 3DS bullshit. I'd be fine. I think that they did that. Cool. They did that for four and five. I think. See, it, I would never do it. I would want the turn-based battle system. No, 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 no. It's the same is. games. It's yeah. the same games. We just bring, just update the graphics and. But you know that's like not how, all they're gonna do, man. Of course. Like how was it, Mana? Dude, they're not gonna do any of this shit. A Secret of Mana, yeah. that horseshit of a remake that people hated. Yeah, because it's basically a mobile. That's just like a mobile port. Well, it's okay because now they got the collection, so you can just play the. Originals. That's what I'm talking about. It's just it's just the mobile port. Yeah, it's not <clears> the. Yeah. Are we talking about the same thing? Yeah. Secret of Mana did the, the the three of them or whatever it was like two, and then they gave you like a, a different one. I think it was like a Final Fantasy ripoff, whatever. I forget what it was called. Yeah. <clears throat> they it's basically mobile port. It's basically like they fucked it up, Scott. I thought they were, but they said this was going to be the Famicom versions translated into English. No. Nope. It's no, they fucked it up, Scott. It's the oh fuck. They fucked it up real bad. Oh fuck. I'm That's why I, you see him on the show. I'll say this: I'm glad I didn't buy it. Yeah, you would have been pissed. Yes, I would. Uh, I'm looking it up for you. you that would have been an hour of the podcast. Wait, what about the remake? What remake? They did a 3D remake. The, I heard it sucked. Fuck. Like it, I wanted to try. I'm telling this. you. I'm telling you. I heard. I wanted to try the Secret of Mana I, game when they announced it. So to, until it came out, I have not heard a good thing about uh, it. Oh. And you're like, how do you fuck it up? Although fun, although uh, <laughs> uh, fun piece of news though. How do you fuck up Secret uh, of Mana? Kale and I have decided within the next couple months we're gonna go half season on a new Switch. Oh yeah, and we're gonna get the regular version because I like the idea of it also being. Yeah, that's console. what it looks like. It's kind of the mobile port. Uh, so it looks like it's they, so it looks like they they did the was it Link's Awakening or whatever, but like without any of the polish or pizzazz. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, and this is the version you get in the collection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they said it was going to be the Famicom one. But it's not. But why? Because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> it's it's like that. It, sorry. I I always go back to the uh, the Dave Chappelle like copies commercial. He's like, yeah, pop copy. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why treat our customers like that? Because fuck them. That's, that's why. <laughs> 
Hell yeah, I suck toes. <laughs> Can I help you? <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah. But you're not you don't have to play mana. You don't if, have to play this. If I remember correctly, didn't he have the Puerto Rican flag like colored into his hair for that sketch? Um oh, are you talking about um The guy who played Scarface and uh Half Faith. Yeah, he might have. <laughs> He did. Let me see. They also uh, had, um, like, a Michael Rappaport, yeah. I gotta take a shit. <laughs> Scott's not gonna play fucking the collection of mana. I know what he's playing this month. What am I playing this month? Doom Eternal. His dick. Am I? Yeah, it comes out this March. It comes out the same day as Animal Crossing. Unless, you're, unless you'd rather play Animal Crossing. I, I don't have a Switch yet. I mean, we... You can play Doom on PlayStation. I think that's, like, two no, different No, no, no. I can't play Animal types. Crossing on the Switch, right? <clears throat> oh. <clears throat> but... I yes, did, he I, did. I did see a commercial for um, for Animal Crossing. They're like, <clears throat> you don't fuck with <clears throat> Animal Crossing, though. You had your own island, but then it starts snowing, and I'm like, wait, what island is this? What kind of island has snow and summer? Do we have to buy it from Tom Nook? Yeah, like, I'm just trying to think. Like, wait, hold on. How can you have tropical summers but also tundra winters? Was this in a trailer? Yeah, they could have just been showing off the different seasons, Wade. Wade, um. Are you really complaining about the reality of an Animal Crossing game? Yes. Stop. I need realistic games. Realistic things. In my no, games. you know what you need? You need realistic help. I need. You need a realistic <laughs> Animal Crossing character. You need realistic pills. Having, you need a realistic <laughs> asylum. I need, you I need. need real life Animal Crossing, which means there's poverty. There's like all kinds of things. Well, of course, it's Crime. poverty. How else do you pay off your house to Tom Nook? I will not be a good mayor, I think. No, you'd be a terrible it's mayor. Like Sally Alligator you'd turning the, tricks you in the alley. I'm going to be real. You'd be the worst mayor in the history of Animal Crossing. Ice Town, that's what it is. Ta- Mr. Rossetti would hate your guts. Was it Ice Town? No. From Parks and Rec. What did... It is Ice Town. It was, it was called Ice Town? Okay. Yeah. I was making sure I had that... that Ice Town, like, USA. Yeah. But it wasn't like... The, the actual name of the town, I don't think. but No. I think that was the event. Yeah, he wanted to make the event because he was yeah. the youngest mayor in the... He was like 13-year-old mayor or whatever. Yeah, Ice Town, USA. And he made it terrible. <laughs> and uh, bankrupted the town. Yeah, so that's pretty much um, the podcast. Yeah, I don't have anything else to add. Do you? Um, no, there might not be a podcast next week because I will be a Monster Mania. If you're at Monster Mania... Come I mean, say there hi. might not be. There won't be. You're going to be a Monster Mania. I don't know. I might do like a post-Monster Mania episode. I don't know. <clears throat> Chances are there might not you be post one. post my ass. Chances are there post might not Malone. be. But there is. There'll be a welcome surprise. Uh, maybe Scott and I will just do something. I don't know. Maybe we'll just suck each other's dicks and record it. Yeah. Mm. Post it. Mm. It'll be a very, well, Scott, it'll be a very short podcast. Hey, Wade. Can I say, before we go any further, can I see something? You want to see my dick? <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Scott. We just lost NPR. What are you doing? Again. Come on, man. We just got back in a week. Are you telling me that NPR showed up? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Fuck! We just lost it again. Well, you know. Why, why are you talking about that, man? Well, I mean, if you want us to get back on NPR, please write us on Twitter. Vic Condition MCP, why would you write us? I was trying to transition and it failed. No, no, no. 
Tweet at NPR tag but us. tag us. On yeah. Twitter, Mink Condition CP. Yeah, and tell them you want Mink Condition on NPR. No, you want Mink Condition back on NPR. Yeah, no, no, no more of this. No more of this. Um, no more of this. Uh, you know, back and forth. Yeah, breakup, makeup, bullshit. You want us back on NPR. Put a ring on this finger. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? I'm so sick of. I'm trying to think of the show. Give me a second. I need to remember the show. You can follow us on Instagram, Mickadish Productions, as he does that. It's Facebook.com slash Mickadish Productions. Another show NPR could get is WCR, uh, watching crappy wrestling or talking about Nitro. Apologi- apologies for last week. There was a delay in the episode because I forgot what day it was. Now I remember what it was. No more of this two-hour episodes of On Point every every day. No, no, no. Give us t- On Point second hour. We're Off Point. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. We'll call it the Mink and Dish Off Point with Scott the Boss Savage, Sway Wade, and Joe. And you guessed it, Frank Stallone. Yeah. Sorry. Is Frank Stallone so- still alive? Hell yeah. So Frank Stallone is still alive. <clears throat> he could be on NPR. Hey, Frank Stallone, if you're listening, we would love to have you as a guest on our podcast. What we'll talk about, I don't know. Stuff, I guess. Well, we can talk about Hit it. us you up said- when we're on NPR again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when we get back on NPR, our first guest will, in fact, be the legendary Frank Stallone. Yeah. That's that's our bucket list right there. Ladies that's a gentlemen, bucket <clears throat> list right there. Fuck it. If you want us to be on NPR, that's like the dream. That should be our goal for this podcast. Yes, the goal is to be the first podcast on NPR, I know they have. They, I know that they, they, they have like, they have like, uh, yeah. out, they use out of the blocks yeah. from time to time. But no, 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 no. Our podcast will be a show on NPR, and we'll have Frank Stallone as that's that's the bucket list. That's the goal. This yeah, podcast. we've been doing this for like two hundred episodes, and we can't figure out what's the goal. Yeah, what's him, the end result? Him and <clears throat> Kid Doorman. Yes. Get, get his first you know appearance what? on NPR. And you know what? And, and you know what? The NPR episode. Be worth 40 bucks <laughs> before it even comes out, yeah, baby. And you, know, and you know what? Just to be nice, because they'll probably let him go, David Folkenflick, you can be on the show. Who? David Folkenflick. Who the fuck is David Folkenflick? He's the other host of, of uh, On Point with Megna Chakrabarty. Come on. Falcon Point? What's his name? I like him because of his name. His name is... Da- he is David Falcon Flick. David Falcon Flick. That's a made-up name. It is a real name from a real person. What's your name? Uh, David... Uh, Look, Falcon, David Falcon Flick. Falcon Flick? Well, Mr. Falcon Flick. What's next? You're going to make fun of Magna Chakrabarty? Because Chak- I will not have you Chef- make fun of the good name of Magna Chakrabarty. Chef Chakrabarty? That's it. We got it. We, that, 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 that's it. I can't deal with this anymore. We're on Facebook, Minkadish, uh, Facebook.com slash Minkadish Podcast. We're on Twitter at Minkadish. I did all these. We're on Instagram. I did this. We got their band, Meteor King, MeteorKing.bandcamp.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, 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 our SoundCloud, our Reverb Nation, our YouTube. We're on, we're on NPR. We're, on, we're not on NPR yet. That's the problem. <laughs> Uh, Wayne and I, you know, we've got shows, we've got upcoming shows listed on there. You can check them out on there. We got merch on there, shirts, CDs, whatever. You can get digital music, whatever the fuck. I I can't deal with this anymore. Joe, just say your piece. Say it. Hey, everyone. Uh, This is Joe with the Mink and Dish podcast. Uh, Just letting you know that we have a YouTube page, also a Vimeo page. Uh, Vimeo has only the, uh, the Mink and Dish shorts, but... Fear not, the YouTube page has everything video that Making Dish offers, including Criterion Connection, or B-Movie Den, or 
those shorts I was already talking about. <gasps> Just don't forget to go to the channel, www.youtube.com slash Productions. Hit the subscribe button, hit the bell if you want notifications. Don't forget to like and, subs- and, and comment on all the videos and share them with your friends. Get us back on NPR. Back to you guys. I think this Joe. is not NPR. I think Joe is going to make us on NPR. <laughs> well, I hope he does, but we send him. We send him. But I am we just, send him that thirty-second clip. But I can't stand any more of this. I got to get hours out of here. So until next time, everybody. I'm Scott the Bond Savage, along with Sweet Wade and NPR Joe, reminding you as always to keep it clean, keep it sweet. But most importantly, you got to keep it. I NPR. saw Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm sorry, Mega Chocolate Barney and David Polkenflake. Polkenflake. Yeah.